Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Where no oxen are, the manger is clean. But much increase comes by the strength of the ox. Proverbs 14, verse 4. All right, all right, all right. Welcome once more to the Legion of Michael podcast. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you for being out there. Episode 89, where the work is done. Yes, indeed. Before we get into that, this is my uh, opportunity. This is the time that I remind you to uh, pop on over to legionofmichael.com and get signed up for the Church Security Distance Learning Program. You want to click the button that says enroll now. And if enrollment is not currently open, then that is cool. That is cool. What you should do is you should click the button that says start the quiz. And uh, it will help you. It's a a quick quiz. What is your church's preparedness level? Just some questions uh, for you to answer to help you realize or understand where you are in your church's security preparedness level. And, of course, if you would like to support us, we would love for you to support us. And you could clickety-click-click the little hyperlink in the show notes, and you can support the show. If nothing else, just tell other people about the show, and uh, that would be great. That would be fantastic. So uh, that proverb there, um, where no oxen are, the manger is clean. But much increase comes by the strength of the ox. And you guys know, if you've been listening to me for any point, any amount of time, that I very much enjoy the book of Proverbs. Uh, I read it almost every day. Generally, I try to do it every day. I'm getting to the point now where I'm starting to memorize some of them. And <laughs> when I read that one, every time I read it, and I've read it, dozens of times uh, it it transports me back to the time uh, when I was a teenager and I lived in the country I lived in a, a place called Holmes County Ohio which is a very rural county there are probably more heads head of cattle um, than there are humans uh, in in that county uh, but uh, I was able to, uh, well, I was able to do a lot of growing and I experienced many things that at the time I didn't know if I was experiencing something valuable, but later on in life, I realized I did like farm work, like feeding and watering the animals and cleaning up after the animals and so on and so forth. And, uh, a, a buddy of mine, his dad had beef cattle. And they lived, the cattle lived in the barn, but they lived in the first floor of the barn. The top floor of the barn was for hay storage, but the bottom part uh, 
Well, that was the that was the manger. That was where the cattle lived. And in the wintertime, if you guys have ever raised cattle, uh, especially beef cattle, uh, you know that in the winter you don't you don't clean out the manure. You just put straw over what exists. But then come springtime, what do you do? Well, come springtime, when it warms up, you got to get all that manure out of the stall, out of the manger, toss it into a manure spreader, and then do your business. Go out. If you guys don't know, then ask a farmer. And so every time, every time I read that, where no oxen are, the manger is clean. But much increase comes by the strength of the ox. Yes, indeed. And I think about think about pitching manure. And, of course, it was a stinky job. It was a nasty job. Uh, and when you first started, you could. it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Uh, but then after a while, after a couple hours, your nose got used to it. But it was righteous because uh, uh, I, would, I would get more money because the, the farmers knew that pitching manure was well it was a crappy job <laughs> and i would actually make more to do that than i would to bale hay or straw so you know on one hand it was kind of a stinky job on the other hand i actually was able to earn some some serious ducats some some money so uh, i i appreciate that and i appreciate that verse now the other day i was standing at the counter of a heavy equipment rental company and uh, I could see the desks of the two manager guys or the workers or whatever. And uh, as I was standing there, I was waiting for them to do the paperwork and what have you. I was looking, and their desks were what you would expect. They're, they were a cluttered mess. Uh, and the walls were adorned with hooks. Uh, there were hooks all over the walls. And on the hooks were innumerable parts there were bags with with part numbers on them and they were hanging all over the place and somebody who was was uh, experienced in interior design would probably have had a stroke if they saw something like that and to the average person they would walk in there they might walk in there and they look at look at that place and think what a mess Look at all this, this crap hanging all over the walls. And the, the workers' desks can be seen by the customers. The customers can see the desks of the workers, and the, the desks are not clean. They're cluttered. They've got stuff on them. You know, there's not rats or anything, but, you know, it's just workplace clutter. And while I was standing there, it occurred to me that despite the clutter uh, and the, the, the lack of uh, internal uh, fashion sense or whatever, however you want to call it, decorating sense, despite the lack of decorating sense, that office and that place, that's where the work takes place, or at least it gets started. A lot of work gets started right there. People coming in and renting. I, was, I rented uh, a lightweight uh, earth-moving some lightweight earth moving equipment, but they rented, you know, if you have ever been to one of these big rental places, they have the exterior lighting with the power, you know, the towers with the, with the generators and they have the Bobcats and they have the, the, you know, the skid steers and front loaders and back hose and all of that stuff. Right. And what does all that, what, what does, what gets done from that? 
You see, that is the equipment, that is the stuff that people use to get work done. The work that you don't normally see when you go to a home or when you go to a new house that's finished and the lawn is really nice and the house is up, the basement has been dug, the foundation is laid, everything's finished. You go there and you're like, wow, this is, this is nice. But what you didn't see most of the time, now maybe you do, was the work that went into digging the basement, moving the rocks, excavating, digging the lines moving the earth around, moving the equipment, moving the, the trusses and the drywall and the lumber, getting that all, you know, something's got, you know, forklifts and so forth, high lows and so forth. You've got to move that stuff. And I was thinking about that. And I was thinking about uh, this proverb because I actually just read it uh, that day or the day before. I was thinking about this proverb where no oxen are, the manger is clean. So you could have a very nice, neat, tidy, well-kept, you know, uh, workspace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But what's more important? Getting the work done or appearance? And I believe that's probably one of the things that Solomon was getting at through this proverb. If you want a clean manger, if you want the, it's like if, if you want a clean house, don't have kids <laughs> because clean houses and children don't go together. Now, I'm not talking about filth. I'm not talking about rats and you know, roaches and stuff. I'm talking about clutter, right? If you have kids, you're going to have clutter. That's just the way it is. If you have kids, you're going to have dirty, sticky handprints on refrigerators and on walls and on light switches and on doorknobs and, and so forth. And you're going to have, they're going to be juice stains on the carpet, no matter how hard you try. They're going to be juice stains on the carpet and so on and so forth. What's more important, raising children or having a neat, perfectly kept home? And I'm not saying to be a slob on purpose, but what I'm telling you is when there are children in your home, there is life in your home. Children bring life to a home. You know, as a grandparent, when the grandkids come over to the house, you know this. They, they bring this energy. Sometimes they bring too much energy, and sometimes you need them to go home because there's way too much energy in the house. But they bring that energy into the house. And they they rub through the house like like a whirlwind, like a hurricane, and they leave nothing but clutter behind themselves. And uh, Grandma and I have we've MAGA, we've had to figure out to just you know what it's it's going to be cluttered cluttered. The house is going to be cluttered until the kids go, and just let it be, just let it be. I think one of the uh, lessons from the Book of Proverbs here is. What is more important? What should you be more concerned about? 
should you be more concerned with appearance or should you be more concerned with the work that gets done? What's more important, appearances or accomplishments? You see, I don't know if you've ever done a home improvement project, but if you ever have done a home improvement project, you probably stop halfway through and you're like, all right, we're supposed to be doing home improvement and the house looks like it's a wreck. Before you can make it nice again and do the repairs, in the interim, it looks like the place is falling apart. There's sawdust everywhere. There's pieces and parts and there's little little ends and and pieces of of freaking drywall laying over and there's all kinds of stuff it looks like a mess but when you're done it looks good i think far too often in our modern world we allow ourselves to be more concerned with appearances or the image of order than we do with getting the actual work done You know, we listen to the words of Christ in the New Testament. He talks about the Pharisees, about how they like to wear the robes with the the really nice robes and the long tassels, and they like the front seats. You know, they like the places of honor at the banquets and at the synagogue and in temple and so forth. They like that. They were all about outward appearance. And then look at John. Look at John the Baptist. John the Baptist was dressed in camel hair with a leather belt, and he was eating wild honey and locust. But who was doing the work? Who was getting the work done? Was it the Pharisees with their really nice fancy robes and the long tassels? Were they getting the work done? For God, our Father, were they spreading the message? Were they spreading our Father's message on earth? Or was John the Baptist, who looked like a wild man, in a camel hair clothing and a leather belt, he's out there living in the wilderness, living in the wild, eating locusts and wild honey? Well, if you were judging by appearance, you would think that it was the Pharisees that were getting the job done. But what do we know? We know that they were not that it was the wild and crazy John the Baptist. He was getting the work done. So when you see that, when you read that verse from Proverbs, think about that. What is more important? What is more important for your faith? What is more important for your family? What is more important for your spiritual well-being? Is it appearances? Is it the image of order? in tidiness, or is it actual work and actual accomplishments? All right, ladies and gentlemen, join me, please, will you, for the warrior's prayer. Lord, I come before you seeking the strength and skill to overcome my enemies. Grant me, I pray, the wisdom to recognize evil, the courage to confront it, and the strength to destroy it. In Jesus' name I pray this. Amen.